Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. Hey friends, Shauna here, and I got a question for you. What would you be willing to give up to get rid of debt, save money, and hit your goals? Well, according to Tamar, VP of Marketing at Westcom Credit Union, millennials would be willing to go to some serious lengths. So the one finding that stood out the most was that 31% of them stated that they'd give up wine in order to erase debt. So they are committed. They're willing to give up something they love. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Gaines. It will expand your brain. You're already one of our biggest fans of the pod, but I want to invite you to go deeper behind the scenes with me every single month. 
Get all the scoops on what I'm loving, catch up on popular podcast episodes, and check out a video with a money tip in each monthly email delivered straight to your inbox. Plus, since I'm a big fan of having dessert first, I'm going to send you an exclusive bonus podcast episode, five minutes to reset your money mindset when you sign up as an added treat. Head over to mmoneypodcast.com and enter your email address in the box on the homepage to sign up. Again, that's mmoneypodcast.com. I can't wait to see you behind the scenes. I'm actually a little embarrassed to admit this, but it wasn't until a few years ago that I really discovered how amazing credit unions are. I mean, they actually care about the community, which is so rare. And Westcom Credit Union is just one of those standout superstars here in Southern California. So I had a chance to sit down with Tamar, who's the VP of Marketing at Westcom Credit Union, to chat about a recent financial survey of Southern California millennials. And I learned some really fascinating findings, like millennials here in Southern California save on average less than $200 a month. It makes sense. This city is expensive if you've ever been to Los Angeles, and you have to choose how to best use your cash. But whether you live in a big city like Los Angeles or a small city, you know the struggle of figuring out how to save money, how much to save, and then what in the world are you supposed to do with it? It's curious. Could a credit union be the missing link in the puzzle? So tomorrow, I am so excited to be here. We are in the lovely Pasadena, which um, for people who don't live here, uh, it's kind of this really cool, like funky city that's, I don't know what, like 15 minutes from downtown, 20 minutes. Yeah, it's so central. I love Pasadena. I love Pasadena. So we're headquartered here. I live here too. So I love the fact it's so you walk great food options and shopping and safe and clean and diverse. I, yeah. Pasadena yeah. is just a little charming city. So. And it has this like historic feel to it that mm -hmm. you don't get a lot in Southern California, at least a lot of things feel similar. But when you come to Pasadena, like it, it feels historic and iconic, right? Yeah. Cause you've got the Rose Bowl, you've got the Rose Parade. I mean, all you know, traditions that yes. a lot of Southern Californians and actually nationwide we look to. So yeah, Pasadena's got so much to offer. Have you been to the Rose Parade? I have actually um, last have you year. you slept out for the Rose Parade? As a young kid, my parents made me sleep out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but last year, actually, I had tickets and got oh, to experience cool. it on the grandstand and, you know, see the floats yeah you know, pass right by. So, and, and our headquarters is just walking distance from there. So it makes it really easy to just hop on oh, over and see yeah, it all nice. kind of take place in front of your eyes. So it's, it's a really nice experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. It's certainly something like very unique to, to Southern California. I was going to ask you, were you, were you born and raised in I um not Pasadena, but in Southern, Southern California. California yeah. So uh, definitely a Southern California native. And it's Southern California for people who have never been, even for people who have been, like it's a very unique uh place. Like one that's like just so different from any other, you know, area around the country. Like if you had to describe Southern California like in two or three words, like to someone who's never been here, how would you diverse, eclectic? Two words that come to mind. Yeah. Um, just uh, 
tons of options. Right. So whether it's fun, um, work-wise, um, kind of limitless, right? Yeah. And I love the fact that whether it's the mountains or the beach or city, you've got it all. So Right, yeah. You can, it, like, yeah. be surfing in the morning and then skiing yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah. Right. More or less. Everything's so, so accessible. So. Yeah. Unless, it's, unless yeah. there's traffic. <laughs> We don't talk about this traffic. <laughs> that's why I live and work in the same city. It's just, yes. if you could do that, that's the best. Yeah, yeah that's so such a smart option. strategy. Yeah. And also, I mean, you know, the the realities of, of living in Southern California, it's it's expensive. I mean, there's really no other way to sugarcoat it. I mean, probably if you live in New York, maybe even Chicago, I mean, San Francisco too, but, you know, Southern California, it's, it's a very, very expensive city. Yeah. Yeah, is it's it's one of the most expensive cities um, reported. You know, time after time, you've got San Francisco, New York, Los Angeles, Southern <laughs> California, right? So, um, very expensive to live in, and poses its challenges too. Yeah. Um, uh, I think tons of opportunity, right? But at the same time, challenges, especially as you're starting out and just kind of trying to, you know, get your feet and settled, whether it be financial, buying a home. Um, etc. So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I know that that at Westcom, um, you guys did this, the survey on mm-hmm. millennials, because obviously, I think the younger you are, and, and the, the less work experience, maybe that you've built up, you know, the har- the harder it is, or the, the harsher the reality, I guess I should say, of, of living out here and having somewhat of like a decent quality of life. It's just it it's tricky. And I know, like one thing that really came through on the survey, and I would think that this would echo for almost anyone in in any city, but particularly if you're living in expensive cities, it's just it's really hard to save money. It was a, a really great, I wouldn't say necessarily eye-opening because intuitively we know it's expensive to live in Southern California. Um, but, you know, we really wanted to go out and within um, our communities, Westcom serves the SoCal um, communities here, and want to get a better pulse on, you know, what is your financial outlook on living in Southern California look like? You know, no surprise that savings tough in Southern California, just given the high cost of living. Um, and kind of really f- um, interesting, eye-opening financial challenges and fears, if you will, wh- when it comes to home buying, when it comes to saving for retirement, which was unique to Southern California, uh, posing you know, certain uh, situations, or, or I could tell you some of our survey findings where... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd love to like dive into the fear aspect too, because I think that's something that probably all of us can relate to that in like some, you know, some way. So our survey showed that about 60% of millennials said that they don't even save 200 a month. Um, So it's kind of interesting that, um, you know, it's posing that they're not finding an opportunity to to tuck away for whether it's a rainy day or even a longer term uh, savings. Um, what do you think? I mean, it's obvious that the cost of living is high. And again, for someone who lives almost anywhere, they're probably feeling that, uh, you know, that it's tough to save money. But what do you like? What do you think are some like really unique aspects of living in Southern California or living like in a big city that really drag that down? 
Two things I would say. Um, so, of course, our high cost of living and experiences and just overall, um, whether it's rent, whether it's um, a mortgage, uh, it's just it, it's higher, right, yeah. in Southern California, especially if you have a dream of home ownership. Uh, to be able to realize that is going to be tough um, or you're looking at more expensive properties. But also, I would say a lot of, specifically in this survey result, um, a lot of them carry debt and debt, mm, yeah. um, you know, student loan debt right. or, you know, non-mortgage debt as well. As, as we're looking at the survey and finding, you know, here are the fears and here's what millennials in SoCal are stating that, you know what, uh, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to pay down this debt. Mm. I'm never going to be able to buy a home in Southern California. And maybe the reality for me is I need to move out of Southern California to, to uh, be able to purchase a home. Right. So I think at the end of the day, although valid, con- I mean, they're yes. valid and real concerns, it's, 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 it comes down to, I think, knowing what your options are and education. You know, as a financial institution, we're committed to making sure that we partner with our members right. and folks in our community to to help them build a better life. That's our purpose, to build better lives. Right. Realizing the dream of home ownership or saving for retirement, it's it, it all starts with education and knowing what options are available to you um, and, and what smart options are available to you yeah. that help you get there faster. So so what would you say, you know, if, the, if there's that person that is that $200 a month that they aren't able to carve out more savings, you know, but they, they want to buy a house. Like that's something that they really feel, you know, is, um, whether it's a dream or it's just, you know, that's the evolution of their life. So it's so funny. I'll tell you what they say. 31% of them said they're going to give up wine to like help them get there. (laughs) Yeah. I saw that statistic (laughs) and that like totally popped out to me that I was, I was like, it's really interesting. Like when you ask people, like, what are you willing to give up? And like me as a financial person, I would probably say something that would be maybe a little bit more practical. But when you hear like, I'd give up my phone or I'd give up wine, like that really shows that like people are like very serious. And like committed. Yes. Yeah. How do you get there? So for us, I would say, um, really, like I mentioned, education, right? Knowing what options are there. I can tell you within our um, branches, we host, uh, um, gosh, over, I think, total 100 seminars Wow! on all sorts of topics, whether it's home buying, whether it's um, how to purchase your first auto loan, um, even investment and specific investment educational seminars like social security or women in investing, et cetera. But let's take, for example, the home buying seminar ones is, you know, knowing what your options are, right? And what kind of, do you qualify for a first time home buyer, for example? And what would that look like for you? Um, do you know the difference between an adjustable versus a, a fixed rate mortgage? And and how that would help with your monthly payments and what that would look like. And if if your long-term goal or your two to three-year goal is to get there, you know, what are the steps you need to take? Right. So is it, do we need to take a look at your debt or how, how do we save on maybe some of the loans you do have? So one of the things we try to promote, for example, is 
um, refinancing your auto to a lower rate. I think a lot yeah, of people... most people don't even know no, you can right? do that. Yeah. You know about refinancing a home. Or even um, your student loan. Or a student loan. But do you, you could do that on your auto loan. And, you know, as a credit union, we, we're competitively, like, making sure that we're providing a low rate um, so that we can help you save and pay off that car faster. So... Um, it's right. knowing options like that and what you, uh, your journey mm-hmm. to get there looks yeah. like, and then finding a partner that's committed to helping you get there. I'm sorry, but I have the best dog ever. Her name is Winnie Stardust. She is a mini golden mountain doodle full of life, and I would do just about anything to keep her happy, healthy, and safe. Today's episode is sponsored by the ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program. Your pet is part of your family, and you want to do the best for them. But vet bills can really add up. We jokingly keep telling Winnie she needs to get a job to pay for her vet bill. That's why you should check out pet insurance. And with ASPCA Pet Health Insurance, you can focus on the care your pet deserves and cover what matters most. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program offers customized accident and illness plans, making it easier for pet parents like you to help your pet get the care they need. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program has been around for over 18 years, and they've helped more than 600,000 pets during that time. They allow you to customize your plan, helping to ensure that your pet's plan is as unique as they are. Because vet bills can really add up, especially when you are least expecting it. It's simple. Use their app to submit a claim, and you'll receive reimbursement for eligible vet bills directly into your bank account. To explore coverage, visit ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. That's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. Again, that's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. This is a paid advertisement. Insurance is underwritten by either Independent American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by PTZ Insurance Agency Limited. The ASPCA is not an insurer, is not engaged in the business of insurance. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. 
And now listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete.me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web, and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete.me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. and <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one time service, Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash E-T-M. Go to joindeleteme.com slash E-T-M and use code E-T-M for 20% off.
Hey, we'll jump back into the episode after an Ask Shauna, and this one comes from Beth, and Beth says, Hi, Shauna. I've been listening for a few years now and are a big fan. I love when you reboot episodes because it's like I've never heard them before, and I'm always like, yeah, that's right. I should do that. Anyway, you've been a huge reason that I finally got my shit together, and I feel a lot better about my money and honestly, life in general. I do have one question. It's open enrollment time and my head always goes into a fog around this time. I have two options to choose from, one with a lower deductible of $1,500 and one with a high deductible of $5,000. I'm tempted to go with a higher deductible since my premium would be lower, but I paused for a minute and thought, what would Shauna say? So what would you say? I love your questions, by the way, Beth. This is uh, fantastic, and I'm I'm honestly glad that I've helped in some way, shape, or form get your shit together and feel better about money in life. That's kind of my goal, so I'm glad that I've achieved that. And while I would love to give you a straight-up answer and tell you, yeah, choose this option, there are lots of factors to think about. And so if you're in the situation of Beth, whether you have one option or four options to choose from, there are a few things that I want you to think about before you make your decision. And honestly, I wish I could say that there's probably an option for you where there's going to be all pros and no cons, but it seems like healthcare these days, that just doesn't happen. You're looking at a bag of options saying, well, I hate all of these. (laughs) I don't want to choose any of these. And yet you have to make a choice. I know when I was an entrepreneur And I'm still an entrepreneur, but I work at a university and thankfully I have um, healthcare through the university, which I'm so, so grateful for. But I remember those days of having to get insurance on my own and it just was a really sad, stressful process. And I know a lot of my entrepreneur friends will call me and say, okay, this keeps getting worse. Every year, my premiums get higher, the options get worse. I mean, there just has to be some sort of end to this, which, God, if you know (laughs) how this healthcare system uh, situation gets fixed, please let me know because, and I'm not talking to God in general, although it would be really awesome if God would actually let us know that, but this isn't a religious ask Shauna. (laughs) I'm just saying, hey, if you have an answer to this, I'd love to know. But back to your question, Beth. So here are a couple things I want you to think about. Number one, do you have access to a health savings account in HSA with either of these options? I'm a huge fan of a health savings account. I think it's one of the best, best, best benefits available to us, like right on that tier of matching funds in 401k with our company. It's a pretty awesome, uh, it's a pretty awesome savings account if you have access to it. So does one of these options give you access to it? It might be something worth looking into. Number two, thinking about how many times do you go to the doctor on average? I know it's impossible for you to figure out what the future would be, but you can look back at historically the last few years and get a pretty good idea. Number three, do you have a strong emergency fund to cover either of these deductibles? So let's just say there's like an oh my God happening and uh, you have to go to the hospital, there's a car accident, I don't know, fill in the blank, something really terrible happens and you actually have to pay this deductible. Do you have an emergency fund to cover any of those costs? 
it might help you make your decision. Number four, sounds really obvious, but what does your gut tell you? I have found that often when I'm choosing health plans, I look at all of them, even if I'm familiar with them from last year, I look at like what the changes are. And sure enough, like my gut is really leaning me towards one option over another. So think about that and think about maybe why that's happening. Number five, what is the co-insurance and co-pays on each plan? So a lot of times you'll see a plan where maybe it says like 80-20 or 70-30 or 60-40. The first number is the amount that the insurance company is going to pay. The number after the, the slash line is the amount that you'll be responsible for paying. So sometimes that may sway you in one direction or another, or maybe there might be co-pays. For instance, if you go to the doctor Maybe one plan, there's a $25 copay versus another plan where there's a $50 copay. So just something to think about. Number six, again, really impossible, but anything in the foreseeable future that you think might impact your decision on one of these plans, for instance, if you're female, are you thinking about getting pregnant next year? Even if you have no idea, it's still a good thing to think about because that can definitely impact what plan you're getting. In fact, some plans even don't cover pregnancy at all. So you definitely want to make sure if you're female that you look at that fine print. And if you use a program like Mint or You Need a Budget or some other budget tracker, you can figure out how much you spent on doctor visits last year. And that gives you a little bit of an indication as to what might happen this year. Again, super hard to tell, but Really, if you if you take some time, it doesn't take a long time. Give yourself like a half hour or an hour. Pencil it out. Think about each decision, each option, I should say. And then just go in strong with your decision. Again, I really find that my gut is leading me towards one particular plan. And sometimes it costs more and sometimes it doesn't. And lastly, I would just say, like going back to the emergency fund thing, always remember to try and keep at least half of the amount of your deductible in a high-yield savings account just in case. This is something I did, and last year I was super happy I did that because I had a lot of medical expenses when I lost the hearing in my left ear that just came out of nowhere. So between October and the end of December last year, we spent... uh, Gosh, it was almost $7,000 between doctors and testing and just acupuncture and all sorts of craziness. So I was really happy that I had that money available to use. Um, otherwise, I would have had to go to debt or or something else, you know, use up some money in some other savings account. So just another thing to think about. But Beth, I hope that's given you some direction. Again, I would really love to tell you, like, pick this plan. But As often in things with money, there isn't a perfect right answer. There's a lot of gray area and you're just trying to figure your way through it. So hope you make a good decision. And again, so happy that that you really feel like you've got your money and life situation together. You know that business idea that you've had that is lurking in your head? I think it's time you breathe some life into it and make it a reality. Take it from me, someone who's been creating business ideas for over 20 years now. For me, it all starts with a name. What are you going to call your new business idea or company? 
Once you've got a stellar name in mind, head quickly over to bluehost.com to register your URL and set up your website hosting before someone else snags your amazing name. I have over 25 URLs registered on Bluehost just in case I want to use them in the future. And what I love about Bluehost is how affordable it is to register your domain and get your website up and running fast. With my special URL, bit.ly slash Bluehost Money. You can register your domain name and set up hosting for your website all for only $3.95 a month. That's less than a cup of coffee to start building your business empire. Again, head on over to bit.ly slash Bluehost Money to get this special offer. And I like that you use the word partner because, I mean, if I think back on my experience when I got you know, my first bank account, or even when I graduated college, it was pretty much like, I don't know, who has the most locations, like, I'll just pick whoever that is. And I never consciously thought that a bank could, like, proactively help me achieve certain goals, or more or less, I mean, use the word partner, and like, that would sort of blow my mind, like, I wouldn't think about that a bank would do that. But I think another, like, really cool millennial trend is that this desire for like a sense of community and connection and having somebody there that is not just like, hey, give us your money. We're going to put it in, you know, bank account. We're going to make money off of you. But somebody who's there like, you know, will let us help you. And, and then it doesn't cost you anything to have that right, that right. knowledge. And I think as a credit union, um, just I, our mission like is is to help build better lives. Um, that's really what we were founded on. And, and credit unions in general are built completely different. It, we're, we're a non-for-profit organization, right. which means that when we do make earnings, we pass that back to our members in the form of better rates uh, for their savings account, higher rates for savings, lower uh, rates for loans, um, lower fees, et cetera. So it's just a smarter way to bank. So we're built on that foundation to begin with. And then you know, we back that up with just the member focus and community focus. I mean, we're out in our communities, over 200 communities, giving back. We've got charitable foundations that to date we've given over $2 million wow. to causes that, right. you know, are important yeah. to us in our communities. So it, it, it's truly something we live and breathe by. And I think credit unions are positioned just naturally to do that and, and really do that. It's not about chasing necessarily profits, right? So. Yeah. And I think that, you know, when you're seeing the uh, whatever word you want to use, evolution, revolution um, with with banks and particularly with millennials saying like, hey, we want something different. Like we don't just want a bank who, uh, you know, we're going to read in the headlines like something negative or, you know, we're going to have to worry all the time that our identity is stolen or whatever. I mean, you fill in the blank, right? That there's really this like quest for finding a place yeah, yes, right. So authentic and genuine. Who really, really cares? And and as an organization, it's looking at it. You know, what are they doing to show really like that they do really care? And um, and it's it's if it's things like that. It's it's the commitment to members and making sure it's a better member experience to their communities. Um, living living by that, right. <laughs> not just saying that. Um, so, and then of course, just naturally, authentically, and, you know, uh, you know, being in marketing, I'm going to talk about the way our brand, but we, 
our people are our brand and our team members live it and breathe it. And so we talked about, you know, having that partner. You walk into our branch, they know you, they know who you are. They they're asking how the birthday party you were at last mm, week went right. because I don't remember the last time my bank <laughs> asked me about a birthday right. party. <laughs> so it's a it, it, they our members and team members right. form a, a very trusting personal relationship too. So it's a really great thing to see. And do you find, um, you know, you do these interesting surveys where of course you're finding out like all this important data. So then you can in turn like serve your, your customers better. But, you know, we talk often on the show that there's this like taboo stigma around money that, you know, people don't sit around like we are right now and talk about money. And we certainly like don't go to dinner and be like, hey, were you over budget last month? Or how much are you actually saving? Like these aren't things that we're actually talking about yet. They're like really important in order to to achieve all these goals. So do you find that um, – or I guess I should ask you, like, how do you then break down some of those taboo walls, like, especially with younger people where maybe they know that you have all these like amazing seminars and things like that, but there's still like this hesitancy to kind of pull back the curtain and they kind of talk through it. Right. Well, you know, it kind of starts with this taboo, but it's such a chore to begin with, right? I think right. most of us look at the uh, you the banking aspect or finances as a, as a chore too, um, or this the taboo to it. But I think it's kind of starts with shifting the mindset of money isn't necessarily always the root of evil. Money is a tool. Money is a tool for you to use to get to your goals, to achieve your dreams, to achieve, yeah. uh, right? And right. so, um, you know, start shifting that mindset so that you can begin to talk about, you know, um, your purpose and what it is you want to achieve. And then naturally, the finances follow or, okay, the mm, how-tos, right. um, which become nuts and bolts. And um, and then feeling a level of comfort of with who you're mm, speaking yeah. to, right? So, you know, it is walking to your credit union or your bank, or even if you're not walking in, it's logging on or chatting online or whatever it is. It's, it's that level of comfort that, okay, I have this question. Oh, and now all of a sudden they've identified this need and now... I feel okay asking about. So how do I like get a lower payment on my car? Right. Uh, and it just just starts there. Yeah, yeah. So do you have any like even personal tips on on how you would begin to like shift that mindset? Like is there anything like practically you could do? I'd, I practically honestly I would say is education and finding out finding and start just, you know, searching um for um, answers to money matters or questions. Right. So, for example, on our website, we have a free financial education seminar. And there's all sorts of modules and videos where you just start by watching a video. Ah, so and like then, easy entry point. <laughs> easy, easy. And then if you want to ask a question, we're here and available. Um, if you want to dive into it even deeper, we have the workshops within our branches. Um, and... and and even just a chat option, you know, yeah. just chat with us, and right. it starts there. And um, you know, we'll we'll yeah. find you uh, the solution yeah. or get you on that path. So, have you found that working? You've been here for thirteen years. Have you found that like working at a a credit union or like a financial place like even changes how you behind the scenes like handle your own money? It's so funny. It does. It's 
Well, just because I'm so, especially as in the marketing team, we know how, what tools and new gadgets and new um, enhancements. And so we're constantly testing and learning and testing and learning. And so it's made me way more savvy, (laughs) especially from a digital asset. Like I love testing on our mobile and just the convenience of it all. Or, you know, sometimes we'll be beta testing internally before we release to our members. So just going out there and testing our, you know, mobile Apple Pay products or right. whatever it may you be. You get to be a guinea pig. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. And so it just makes me use these tools way more than I probably would have. But yeah. But then of course I realize the value and how much it makes my life easier. So Right. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So are there any other like big things that kind of jump out from from the survey that you that you found? Yeah, I'd say overall, like while the higher cost of living in SoCal poses a challenge um, to millennials, the good news is, is that they can take small steps and there's solutions out there and organizations, you know, like ourselves or other organizations that will truly sit down and help them educate themselves, just truly where it starts for, with. And, um, and you know, finding that partner that'll help you kind of take those little small steps and learning about, you know, smart decisions you can make, whether it's refinancing an auto loan, whether it's finding a way to um, consolidate student loan debt or um, attend a financial seminar. So uh, options are available and it's all going to start with just the curiosity and learning piece of it. Yeah, I love that. The curiosity, like just find, I often say like, just find one, like it can even be like the most minute thing that you want to focus on or change or find an answer to. And like, just start there. It doesn't have to be this like laundry list of a hundred things, or it doesn't have to be like, I have to figure out how to buy a house tomorrow. You know, you can figure out the like small progression. And I think that helps helps with that mindset piece and it helps you kind of ease into it so it isn't this like <laughs> right, huge, huge thing yeah undertaking right yeah. how do i go from saving $200 a month to affording a half million dollar right. house which yeah. is sort of the reality yeah. Baby in steps. Los Angeles. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. Well, this has been so fantastic, Tamara. I love for you to tell the listeners how they can find out more about Westcom. Sure. Um, so you can learn more about Westcom if you visit our website, um, and it's westcomtogether.com. Um, and there's no T in Westcom, so it's W-E-S-C-O-M together.com. Or you can follow us on social media too. Um, on Instagram, we're at underscore Westcom. And then on Facebook, it's at Westcom Credit Union. One thing I've learned is that saving money, achieving big goals, paying down debt, it isn't so much a function of how much money you have, but how you use what you've got, just like what Tamara was talking about. And that might sound really cliche. And I know having more money always feels better. I feel a lot better when I have more money. But the truth is I've seen so many people achieve some huge goals and hit big savings goals on relatively low salaries, even if they live in a big city. It's just my two cents. Thanks so much for checking out this episode. If you love what you heard, head on over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review for the podcast. It's one of the best ways to show us some love and allows us to bring millennial money to even more listeners. I'll see you back here in a few days for a fresh new episode. Thanks so much for checking out this episode and a big thanks to our sponsors that make this show possible. Remember to subscribe in your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. But before you leave, I want to empower you to embrace where you are today, the good and the not so good. And remember, nothing lasts forever. 
Just keep taking small steps every day and remember how awesome you truly are. We've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too and what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value.